It's never been easy for warfighters to reacclimate into civilian life when they come home. But today, when they represent such a tiny portion of our population, 1% serve in the military, but only 1 in 100,000 experience combat. Veterans' challenges are greatly compounded by living in a stigmatizing society largely ignorant of the psychological burdens they bring home. The clip you're about to hear is Morning Joe's Willie Geist describing a truly, truly remarkable film and one of my all-time favorites now, Bastards Road. Have a listen. As we look ahead to Memorial Day, we want to highlight an incredible journey of courage and hope. This is Jonathan Hancock, a combat veteran. In 2004, he fought in the Battle of Ramadi with the 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines, known as the Magnificent Bastards. They suffered one of the highest casualty rates in the Iraq War. One in four were wounded or killed. Like so many veterans, Hancock struggled when he returned home from the war, suffering from PTSD. To confront that trauma, he walked nearly 6,000 miles across the country from his home in Maryland to Camp Pendleton in San Diego. He stopped along the way to visit Gold Star families and documented his journey in a new film called Bastard's Road. Bastard's Road is an award-winning documentary directed by Brian Morrison and written by my good friend Mark Stafford. Aaron Kenway is executive producer. Watch it now on demand, available on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Fandango Now. Now on to today's episode. This episode is dedicated to Stan Beecham. This is the Resilience Podcast 348. I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. So beautiful here. It's Saturday, May 28th. Now, you know, every Olympic athlete wants a medal. But only those who truly believe they will get a medal actually have a chance. Wanting a medal is a conscious desire. Expecting to medal is an unconscious belief. Believe me when I tell you there's a big difference between the two. Most of us have strong beliefs regarding what we believe is possible at work and what is impossible. If you're in sales, before you walk into a sales meeting, you must have an expectation of what is about to happen. One must believe that there are possible and impossible outcomes in any meeting. Now here's the sad fact. 50% of sales reps will not make a second call after being told no the first time. After a second no, 75% see no possibility of doing business with this prospect. And so they never call back. They never call again. After a third no, only 12% of the sales rep population will still be willing to engage with that client or prospect. Interestingly enough, studies show that most clients say yes after the fourth engagement. 
Now, some of my best clients are the ones that had fired me in the past, but who came to respect the fact that I don't give up easily. So I'll leave that one there. My takeaway, no is not a death sentence. No is never final. It simply tests your conviction and your belief system. You have to understand that winning is never impossible. Just look at the sports page of any newspaper. Every day in every city in America, you can pick up a sports page and read about something that happened the day before that was not supposed to happen. A case in point, recent Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike, a late entrant in the what I would think the grandest horse race, went off at 80 to 1 odds, meaning a $10 win bet on the Kentucky Derby winner would have returned $818. Rich Strike stunned the sports world by winning three-quarters of a length over second-place finisher Epicenter, who was a 4-1 to favorite. Here's the funny, funny, funny thing about this. Rich Strike, up until the day before, which is Friday, was not even in the lineup of horses to run in this race. It was a last-minute replacement. Anyway, the best team doesn't always win. The team that plays best always wins. Even the all-stars can have a bad night. And the nobody can become somebody. Everyone has a story about the very first time they did something they were never supposed to accomplish. And that's the wonder of life, doing the impossible for the first time. Expectation dictates performance. Everyone wants to win, but only a very few expect to win. The impossible happens every day in business as well. We just have to understand that these kinds of things don't just happen to other people. They can happen to us as well. But first, we must believe that this big crazy miracle called life includes each and every one of us, you, me, all of us. Remember, fear is your opponent. Fear is my opponent. Fear is our opponent. No one is better or faster than you, only less afraid. From the Resilience Podcast, thank you for listening. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together 
and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.